the SF Music Tech Summit, recorded live by Media One Audiovisual. To learn more about us, visit us online at MediaOneAudio.com. All right. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Hope you've all had a good SF, good music tech so far. Uh, my name is Hisham Dahoud. I am a contributing writer for HypeBot.com, a leading music industry news and technology blog. I'm also the project manager for FameHouse, where we handle the digital marketing strategy and management for DJ Shadow, for Pretty Lights, and for others. Uh, but joining me to my left is Chris Hansen, who is the CEO of BAM TV, which is a new music company that connects emerging artists with entertainment service providers and audiences worldwide. Uh, what makes BAM TV unique is that they produce high-definition music videos for artists at no cost, but in exchange, the artist gives BAM TV a global license to distribute the content worldwide. So, Chris, looking towards the future and what's ahead in terms of content... Why is it so important to have high-definition music videos as the collateral content for music artists? Uh, <clears throat> well, the first I would say is, you know, devices go toward, you know, tablets, connected televisions, and uh, some of these new toys. Uh, video really is a differentiator. Um, you know, nothing against audio streaming services, but... Uh, Video is really the most immersive experience that uh, that you can have. And so, since we do live performances for bands, um, you know, oftentimes venues and labels and fans want to see, well, how does this band perform live? And so, having HD video content uh, certainly gives you that answer. And uh, what we do in our studio in San Francisco. We often create very customized stage settings and backdrops for the bands. Uh, we try to be really creative with that and come up with um, settings that sort of suit the mood of the music. So what you end up getting is more than just the audio. You, you just get many layers of a creative experience. And once you have that content, what do you guys do with it? So it, as you said, we don't charge the bands anything to record, and we split net profits 50-50 with the artists. And uh, as a result of that, we get a global license to distribute the content uh, through a variety of platforms. Um, we currently uh, have, well, we're happy to announce a partnership with Samsung. Um, we're going to be featured, uh, we are currently featured on their uh, Samsung apps storefront. So for Galaxy tabs and smartphones, um, you know, you can access the BAM TV app, access streaming HD videos, um, you customize your playlists. We call them play mixes. It's kind of a, a digital mixtape. Um, so we are encouraging our users to, uh, to create their own custom play mixes and share them with their friends on social networks and whatnot. Um, we also have distribution through uh, more traditional outlets, such as uh, cable companies, um, for instance, Chunghua Telecom in Taiwan. Um, you know, there's very little access to American rock music in Taiwan. So when we had a global license to this HD video content, um, you know, they very eagerly jumped on board. And so we, we have kind of a mixture of uh, you know, service providers, apps, and traditional, uh, you know, what you would consider traditional cable companies. In terms of curating the content, what kinds of bands do you guys feature? So we're looking for just that sweet spot of uh, breadth and depth. Uh, we want to have different genres so we're just not an indie rock 
discovery site. So, um, you know, we actually are aggressively looking for Spanish language programming. We have a BAM Latino uh, program model where we create and distribute content to Latin America and urban subcultures. Um, and then we also have, you know, the traditional genres that you would expect to see, rock, hip-hop, indie, um, jazz, uh, et cetera. So but do you guys don't license major label content? Uh, we've worked with major labels. We mostly work with smaller labels and indie labels uh, and independent musicians. And the reason, of course, is, um, you know, as gets discussed often at Music Tech and other conferences, it's very, very difficult to license major label content. Um, almost impossible to take major label content internationally. Um, so we're more interested in working with partners who want to forge a long-term relationship um, and we really try to find bands that are just about to break through the mainstream um, so that we can grow with them. Kind of like the labels used to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, we're trying to be a, a new model for, for that type of relationship. Can you describe what, like, a revenue portfolio might look like for an artist that's gone through BAM? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, it, it really it gives you the tools to control your own destiny. And that happens in a number of ways. Uh, so first I'll explain. Uh, the way it works, 50% of the net profits are put into a pool for all the artists. And um, based on how much you're played, that's how much you get paid. So if your band um, gets played 10% of the time, on each quarterly payment cycle, you get 10% of that profit pool. So you can control your own destiny by getting your fans to play your content on BAM TV over and over again. And it, you know, it can be free ad-supported revenue. Um, it can also be a la carte downloads. It can be day passes. Or it can be on-demand pay-per-view through cable TV or, or, or something else. So really, it's, uh, there's not a restriction. Um, you know, if, you're, if you're big in Japan, there's probably a different model than if you're big in San Francisco or Oakland. How, how long is the time frame generally from when a band inquires to you guys and then you record them for video? And then, like, what, what's the time frame? Like, what's the, the timeline, rather, is probably the better word for it. Wow, that really varies. Um, if we're working with a label uh, or a band that has a, a set album release, you know, somewhere down the line, we'll, we often try to coordinate it to maximize the impact mm -hmm. of the release. Um, you know, video is a great, I should mention, we give 20% of the content away to the bands, uh, free and clear of any rights, so they can use that to promote whatever it is that they want to promote. So if we have good lead time, um, you know, it can be a longer turnaround, but uh, with a bigger impact. Um, but, you know, sometimes we, we find out a band that we like is coming through San Francisco and we record them a week later. So um, it just... It really does vary. Mm. And bands can approach you. you know. Of course, yeah. Any band that wants to record uh, and thinks that they are ready, should they can email info at bam.tv. Um, I can say that all of the principals of the company receive that email, and we all take every submission very seriously. What does the future hold for you guys now? What, what, what is your outlook towards the future for BAM TV? So this has, and uh, TechCrunch Disrupt, uh, which is also today, has been a platform for us to make announcements of our partnerships with Samsung and, and some of these other distribution uh, and service providers. 
So we are aggressively uh, adding new deals to the pipeline. We have an iOS app uh, due out later this year um, that we'll be leveraging a lot of the, the great things you can do with iPads in particular. Um, and we're constantly increasing the size of our library. We're recording two to three bands a week, attending festivals, and uh, beginning in January, we will actually be uh, creating content in London. So, and, and Amsterdam, I should say, as well. Very nice. So we're, we're expanding to, to new markets and you know, getting out of the Bay Area and, and into the world. Um, we are also launching um, sort of some serious discussions with uh, venture capital and uh, really looking to, you know, we've been bootstrapped to this point um, and we're looking for an outside round of funding to help take us to the next level. Does anyone have any questions for Chris about the, about the MTV? Nobody? Where can they learn more about BAM TV? Well, at BAM.TV would be a good starting point. But uh, our, our distribution strategy is mobile first. So uh, I would love for everybody to go out and buy a Samsung Galaxy tablet. And you can find our, our content prominently located there. Um, but yeah, you're also welcome to stop by our studio, which is located in Soma. And uh, we, as I said, we do record two to three bands a week. We do have an open studio, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a feel of MTV Unplugged back in the day. You know, just a smaller audience, a very controlled environment, um, and you know, it is within reason open to the public. You can often find free beer there as well. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. Uh, find your favorite medium of choice and you can find bands. Right. I'm just curious. The audience, this is the band's audience. You invite, it's almost like they're having a show. Yes. And, and uh, you know, if it's a band that's on tour, it's often like something that they can add to uh, offer to their VIPs, you know, to come in for a private studio performance before we go on stage at whatever venue. Um, there's a, a lot of ways that you can um, you know, work in special offerings to the super fans to have kind of an intimate performance um, that they get to participate in. Very cool. Very cool. Anything else that we should cover before we head out? No, no I, I would actually love to jump into uh, to interviewing some of the great, uh, the great panelists that we have here. Um, you know, I would say, as one party in thought, we're always looking for new models in the music industry. Um, I think this is my eighth SF Music Tech that I've attended. And uh, the issue of licensing and all the, the roadblocks to uh, you know, getting music out there and getting new discovery tools out there is a recurring theme. And we are looking for partners to, to help find a new model. As I said, we're trying to create a new music economy because um, the old one doesn't work anymore from my perspective. Very cool. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thank you.